Hello, Father Jessup. Helping Bishop Brennan, then? No, I'm up in space doing important work for NASA. <laughs> NASA, did, did you come by the new road? No, we went round by southern Yemen. Will I make up the beds in the spare room? No, we'll sleep outside in a ditch. Would you like a cup of tea? No, we'd rather die of thirst. Okay, so? <clears throat> Mrs Doyle, um, I think Father Jessup was being a bit uh, sarcastic. What? Why are you being sarcastic, Father Jessup? No, we want to die of thirst. <laughs> Mrs Doyle, I know it's a bit confusing, but just do the opposite of what Father Jessup says. Okay, so you really do want... A cup of tea. Yes. Aha, the Kraken awakes. Did we disturb you, Father Hackett? Arse biscuits! What? How dare you speak to his grace like that? Apologise immediately! I'm so, so sorry. Now that's sorry. You are now listening to Good, Bad or Bullshit. Hi everyone and welcome to Good, Bad or Bullshit, a podcast where three guys get together, deliver awesome and interesting verdicts on topics of all sort provided to us by our trusty random topic generator. Uh, my name is Crofton Steers, I'm here with my two chums, Mike Hodgins. How you doing there, Michael? Hey Crofton, I think that's one of the better intros we've ever had on this show. Sweet. We didn't, you didn't screw it up at all like everyone else knows. Hey. Hey, there's a lot of time left, all right? I, <laughs> I, I, I can screw up a lot. Uh, Bo Schwartz, welcome to the Thank program. Thank you, Crofton. It's a pleasure to uh, be in the company of such fine fellows. And, right and, and on. I, I would say I didn't mean, because, Bo, you do a lot of our intros. I didn't mean to suggest all <laughs> yours were bad. I think they were very good, too. <laughs> no, but uh, I, the listeners won't know this, but last week it took three attempts for me to try and get it, and then Mike was like, let me just do it, and I was like, fine. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get That's it right a true at all. Story. That's funny. I'm going to have to listen to last week's episode. Yeah. Uh, which brings me to my absence last week. I just want to take a quick moment. Uh, I was uh, away last week, uh, not to be a huge downer, but my my father passed away after a long battle with Alzheimer's disease. I would say not long enough. Uh, I wish it could have been longer, but uh, it was it was fairly brutal, and uh, he has he has now passed. And I didn't want to dwell on it or discuss it so much in the podcast, but I thought you know, listeners they get to know us, they get to, we we regale them with little personal anecdotes from our lives and that sort of thing. I feel that uh, if you're if you are a regular listener, you may appreciate to know that, and uh, and uh, it's been now a little bit. It's been a week and a half since since he's passed, and uh, you know, it's partially partially a good thing. And I'm actually wearing his jogging pants here today. I haven't worn jogging pants I think since the seventh grade, uh, <laughs> and he was the one who talked me out of wearing jogging pants. 
when I went to junior high, I thought jogging pants were the most comfortable pants. And I did not understand why anybody would not wear jogging pants. What my dad was fully aware of that I was not at the time was I would soon begin to get erections. Uh, <laughs> was that the reason? That's and, awesome. uh, and I'm sure he, he realized that, uh, that young Crofton heading out to, to junior high, uh, well, he thinks right now that jogging pants are the most comfortable pants when he starts getting – you know, made fun of for having a giant boner and clap, <laughs> uh, then he would appreciate being forced to wear jeans instead. So uh, he forced me. He forced me to wear jeans, and I, you know, I do appreciate that. That dad, I appreciate everything you did uh, and uh, for me. And uh, that's that's all I got to say about that. I fellas. did not looking see out, that coming. Yeah, looking out for your best interest. That's. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a very kind thing yeah it was it was kind of it wasn't the same without you uh, last week Crofton. and we Bo and i tried to muddle our way through it an episode that was on middle names uh not the most uh engrossing issue necessarily though we managed to yammer on about it for quite some time um but uh yeah w- w- what what's your verdict on it we'll give you the you know the, the quick the quick verdict on middle well, names here's the thing is that last week uh i would have said middle names are bullshit However, uh, I did not realize, and I hadn't thought about it for a while, that my brother's middle name is actually my father's name. And uh, during the during the service, uh, he you know he brought that up and how proud he was of that. And I realized that middle names served a purpose that I you know, and you guys may have discussed this last week, but it was one never one that I really gave much thought to, which is honoring someone and and recognizing someone and remembering someone uh, in 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 the form in the symbolic form of, of of carrying on their name, even if it's not being called you know junior uh, or like in in keeping their first name, but by just hiding it in there in the middle, you don't see it all the time, but it at least allows you to remember and sort of tribute. So I, for that reason, I'm gonna have to say middle names are are good. Thank you, Bo. Yeah, I, we came to the pretty much the same conclusion, or it's very similar to how we sort of rated the topic. I wanted to start off saying it was bullshit, but then <laughs> you know. It's one of those topics it's hard to say is bad. It, you, it, know what I, you, know, you know, it's like bi- yeah. middle names aren't destroying the, her society or <laughs> turning everyone to drugs and yeah. prostitution. Not yet, Not yet Crofton. Yeah, yeah that's, that's true. <laughs> yeah. That's no, but, true. <laughs> but we said that we, we talked about some of those points and they're good points about the, the pain homage. As you may know, I'm named after both my grandfathers and I think that's a nice thing. Uh, and uh, yeah, no, we thought they were good as well. Um should I should I pull pull the the start cord on the old uh, random topic generator and get one going for this week? Yeah, yeah let's let's get her going because I saw you guys went like past forty minute mark just the two of you without me, so we might as well get right into it. Well, I think that was my fault. I got stuck on tangents. Well, I, I started talking about first names and not middle names. Yes, you did. It's true. I'm horrible. It anyway. meandered. All right, you get ready to ready to pull Here, the uh, chain. Yeah, down. yeah, I'll start it up. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Uh, um, yeah, oh, this is a great topic. Sarcasm. Sarcasm. 
Yeah, real good topic. I was attempting to be sarcastic, but I said it was good. I don't think we're going to get through this topic without at least 17 (laughs) sarcasm jokes. Like, it's just going to be people being sarcastic for like half an hour. Oh, yeah, you're you're totally right, Crofton. Not. (laughs) (laughs) Nice nice on the not there, Bo. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know if that's even sarcasm. Um, You start with sarcasm, and then you land the big not. Just the not not bomb. Not. (laughs) Uh, Sarcasm. Uh, Yeah, I, you know, I would like to do an analysis of my for lack of a better term, like my speech, my interaction with people, just to see how much sarcasm is really in my language, because I think there's probably a lot. I, I'm not sure if there is that much in yours, Bo. I mean, maybe there is, but I mean, I, I would just like, okay, to define sarcasm, you guys tell me if this makes sense, but it seems to me that it's basically uh, saying something, but with with uh, but where you actually mean the opposite of the thing you said, usually with tone. So someone's like, let's go here, and then you say, oh, that's a good idea, but obviously you mean that's not a good idea. Sarcasm, like, it's often the opposite meaning. Is that correct? Uh, well, I think I think so. Honestly, without without looking it up or anything, that sounds correct. That's how, how I use it. I can't think of many times where sarcasm means agreement uh, <laughs> with, <laughs> with uh, you know, I thought that was a real good definition there, Mike. <laughs> see, see, but it, but it's interesting because the sarcasm is—it's all about tone for sure. The, the the tone plays a huge point because what you said was uh, uh, was in agreement with me, but the tone suggested that you disagreed through sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, no, it's interesting. And and to look, I'm going to jump in before you guys reference Star Trek, which you do every fucking podcast, but. Uh, <laughs> But, you know, data and AI creations in science fiction and all this, one of the, the, the things that separates them from, from humans right off is that they never get sarcasm. You know what I mean? Like, like in, in those shows, it's like, oh, I do not understand. You are saying exactly what you mean, but you do not mean that. Um, and, and I find that's interesting. It's like the tone thing, there's an added complexity to sarcasm that some people, and, and not just AI constructs, but some people <laughs> don't get sarcasm. I, I'm laughing at the be, AI constructs thing, sorry. I wonder if sarcasm works, like, I mean, also in, uh, if, you're, if you're, you're speaking the language, which, which, which isn't your first language, is sarcasm more difficult to grasp? Like, Crofton, you're pretty good, and you speak French very well. Is it, is it as prominent in French? And I would say not as prominent, or not as, uh, not as prominent as a, type, as a type of humor. Because let's face it, sarc- sarcasm is often referred to as sarcastic humor. There's an attempt at levity there. There's an attempt at trying to be, trying to be funny. And sometimes sarcasm can be seen as completely obnoxious uh and i don't think Fre- french culture is as uh, is big on sarcasm although you know it it for sure for sure exists uh uh, exists as well you know you think of these <laughs> i'm thinking of this super dumb french like uh quebec french uh television show where like this this guy's catchphrase was like no you know like <laughs> yeah like, french has like, sarcasm for yeah, sure and, and, 
and it was yeah no no for sure for sure it was i just maybe because i'm an anglophone i just i recognize it more i yeah. see i see it more but no it it is a it is an interesting thing and it is interestingly used for humor when i'm trying to think like sarcastic humor if i ever really truly find it funny probably i do i don't know but it seems like it's a way to make something it's like if something's so obvious then you have to like if something is extreme very obviously bad for instance um then you'd say oh that's good you know, inside in a sarcastic way, because it's just so obvious something that, that that you use sarcasm to add humor to it, because it's, you know, it's it's too obvious to just state that it's bad. Yeah, Napoleon's conquest through Europe—that was a success. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, we all know it. It's like a simple way to turn just a statement of of fact into something a little bit lighter, maybe as well. Yeah, I, I think we. Yeah, we must. We rather than just state the obvious, we we do employ it, I guess, to, to make you know, for humor purposes. I think I, I don't, or to be insulting to someone. I suppose I'm trying to think of times in high school where you'd be making fun insulting of somebody. for sure, yeah. insulting. Yeah, all the time. Like, watch this. Watch oh, this. oh, 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 yeah, great sarcasm um, in Breaking Bad when Walter oh. White's trying to talk his way out of saving his life, and this other meth cook is you know he's like i know the recipe and it's easy and he's like oh what are you gonna do let the short order cook cook your recipe how would you even know if you were had a bad batch and he employs some sarcasm in there to say you know to, to basically he's using it to communicate um not only the fact that he could just say that this person's incompetent and you need me to do it but to just to just you know to imply that it's so mind-bogglingly stupid to to do that you know, it adds X people do it for the, the dramatic weight of it, I think, when they're communicating. Um, that's just a ready example that comes to mind. But it, it's yeah, everywhere. You it's, know? It's, it definitely comes with a tone of in, insult. Like if I if I tell say say to Mike, I'm like, hey, Mike, your croissants are way better than grocery store croissants. Yeah, but, like so but much better. in reality, what I'm saying is his croissants are marginally better than grocery store croissants. <laughs> or worse. Okay. It's that's funny, just, it didn't, it didn't that's, even seem that sarcastic. Oh, I guess it was just factual. I, I, I'll, I'll Way to, to go there, Crofton. I need, I, I'll need to think of a better sarcasm example. Um, but no, no, I do. I did, it, when, and when judging if something is good or bad, Good, bad, or bullshit, and especially with regards to humor and stuff, you have to you have to think: A, is is this is this necessary? B, does it add something to to language? C, is it humor and is it ever funny or is it just insulting? You know, because like I don't like insult. I don't like to be mean to people necessarily. Um, so I mean, do, is it would the right approach on sarcasm be? To, to turn against it because it's just a form of uh, an elaborate form of insulting someone uh, it's I, I don't know that it's necessarily because I mean it, it can be about things other than people so when you insulted me about my delicious croissants uh, that could be <laughs> is, an, is an insult but like I mean it's also just about like when Bo made the like Napoleonic conquest oh I guess that's insulting towards Napoleon. But yeah, like uh, yes, like I, I do think that sarcasm. Um, you know, I don't. I don't think anyone's ever s- says anything sarcastic. Like, yeah, I love you. You know, like there's. I think it's always there's always an intent 
like to deliver pain and delivering pain can be humorous right like you know um we see some funny video of a grandma falling down the stairs on youtube and we laugh because it's hilarious and you know like that person's well that it just reminds actually it's not a grandma falling down the stairs i remember being a young person like maybe around 12 and my parents were watching tv and i don't know what i was doing but um i think we were all three of us watching tv my mom dad and uh, me and then we heard this crash bang boom um, by the stairs and then my sister appears at the bottom having fallen down a complete fight, flight of stairs and we all went to go see her and once we knew she was all right we all started laughing our asses off and it made her cry because she, she felt she's like seven or something she fell down the stairs and i've got a cruel family <laughs> we were all laughing like in my sister was an, an incredulous seven-year-old and um I think sarcasm is that kind of thing where even when we're doing it as a joke, there's 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 undertones of pain and and people with thin skin definitely don't like sarcasm. Well, did uh, did someone make a that. did someone make a sarcastic remark about your sister's uh, stair no. descending capabilities? There was no that's a good way to walk down the stairs. Yeah. Nice, uh, nice. Oh, and the reason why she had fallen down the stairs was she had, she had put both of her legs in one of one leg of her pajamas and she was trying to hop down the stairs. <laughs> you know, so she had both of her legs stuck in one leg of pajamas. <laughs> it, it was really funny. Um, real real great hopping there, Bo sister. She was, she's, and she may even still harbor some, you know, resentment over that. But the point is just that, you know, we the sarcasm I think is meant to be insulting and but you know, it, it isn't meant to be hurtful, but these things we can also derive a great sense of uh, you know, great joy from essentially. And, you know, you do it with people with thick skin for fun. Your buddies, they can take it. It's cool. But you do it to someone who's thin skin. They may not like it. They, they won't put up with that um, because you aren't being, you aren't using your words genuinely. You know, there, there's almost if you talk to those kinds of people that are, I don't want to say alpha, but like you say what you mean, you talk straight. Well, sarcasm's not talking straight. It's you know, funny talk. It's it's, it's waste of time talk. You know, it's not. It's not sincere. There's definitely, well, you know, I think you can maybe be very sincerely sarcastic, but it's not sincere in that way where I'm treating someone with respect. It's generally taken as a sign of disrespect in, in professional circles, uh, depending on, again, how thick-skinned you are. And, you know, some circles and some business communities and some social communities, uh, you know, sarcasm's cool because we get it and we don't find it insulting because we're smart enough to see what the person's doing but at the end of it at the bottom of it i think being disingenuous about your words is a form of you know insulting insult or or you know it's passive also, aggression it's also just e uh, like it's i mean you know it falls into the category you're, you're right and there's often i guess i'm convinced now that the in, insult factor is kind of there uh, but it's also just sort of easy oh, now you're humor. convinced well, I mean, the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, I guess it is always, you know, someone says something and then you make a, someone, somebody, some clever person makes a sarcastic remark and it's usually at the expense of something someone said or something. But um, I, I would say that it's pretty easy humor, like uh, we're well, in the same. Well, not for everyone. I think. For a lot I of people, we know it is. To, to well, understand it, I think he's, uh, it, to make it. Not to understand it. Some people have a hard time understanding it, but to make a sarcastic remark is pretty easy. Oh, I think. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I, what I feel, Mike's saying. Yeah, and I feel like even more so than puns, 
uh, which I also which I don't really like, but but I feel like you can very you can you can write out an algorithm for when to, how to do sarcasm like it's very simple. Whereas other types of witty comments might involve more uh, con- contextual understanding of a situation and pulling some thing in to to use to to actually make it witty. Whereas all sarcasm requires is uh, like stating the obvious inversely like that's pretty much it is with tone with a tone uh, and and it's just like it's as simple as that so it's really simple humor this jit tends to be insulting doesn't sound very good <laughs> it, yeah. it can also be extremely um like uh it can get in the way of communication it, it, it can be an obstacle to, to proper communication because what when we're giving examples of sarcasm and, and being sarcastic we're putting on a tone and that tone is pretty pretty distinctive but sometimes like you know you see all these sort of situations where somebody's like oh i was I, trying to explain themselves and like in saying oh i was being sarcastic meaning as mike said er- earlier they meant the opposite of what they were in fact saying. It also sounds like an easy way to try and dig yourself out of a hole you may have put yourself in accidentally. But but it can lead to communication problems. Uh, and and I don't see the the added net benefit that it, it provides to communication, uh, but I can definitely see how it takes it creates yeah. obstacles and takes away yeah, i think it's interesting that none of us are parents because i'm kind of thinking of like childhood in terms of yeah i'm being sarcastic all the time and i think i'm funny but everyone's getting pissed off because i'm being obnoxious and i think i think what you're talking about crofton is when it's a barrier to communication is and someone is so sarcastic uh and such like you know a well-timed like sarcastic remark because uh, it's funny is good, but you do have people who just go, and I don't think we really know anyone who's like this, who just go off the deep end with the sarcasm. Like they're sarcastic all the time. They may also be very cynical. Um, and when you have that in kids, I think that, um, you know, it's just really obnoxious. So, you know, I can remember having an attitude, being told I have an attitude, and me just thinking I'm funny. <laughs> and, and, you know, not seeing what the big deal was about being sarcastic all the time. Um, you know, I'm a, you, you get to be a grown up and you start working and you start realizing interacting with people doesn't get you anywhere or do you any favors unless it's, you know, uh, well-timed and, you know, you don't do it too much and all that kind of stuff. But um, I find sarcasm super interesting in, in the way that Mike explained it at, at the very beginning where he was saying how it means the opposite uh, uh, yeah. of what you, what you say because what what is so interesting about it is is it, it's like a universally understood to- tone um that says that says something complex it says what i'm saying means the opposite of what i'm uh, what i'm saying uh, just by tone cuz you can have an angry tone in your voice which means i'm angry you can have sort of a a jokey tone that means like oh i'm you know i'm trying to tell a joke here you can have all sorts of different tones but never i can't think of one type of tone that is that is so uniformly complex as sarcasm because it is saying you know as mike said that it's the complete opposite of what you mean and that i find fascinating yeah. not, it, it, that is interesting and especially especially because if you uh misuse that tone and uh, <laughs> are attempting to be sincere but for some reason you use that tone then it uh, makes people misunderstand like it's certainly i can see it is a um 
uh, is, a, is a funny comedic uh, mechanism in, say, a sitcom or something where someone's bad at sarcasm and it leads to all well, sorts I, of I have, Yeah, I was just going to say an exact example comes to mind. You know the show Father Ted, right, Mike? Uh, yes, of course. Cro- Crofton, have you seen any of it? Yeah, yeah, I've seen quite so, a bit so of it. So there's an episode with the sarcastic priest, and Mrs. Doyle has a hard time with sarcasm. So uh, <laughs> Mrs. Doyle, uh, you know, would you like a cup of tea? And the priest is like, "No, I'm, I'm, I would not want a cup of tea if, you know, if my life depended on it." And and then she's like, and then you know, Father Ted's trying to explain sarcasm to her, and he's like, "No, no, it's okay. Do the opposite of what he says." And so she gets him a cup of tea, and then finally later on in the show, uh, he's locked in um, a hamper full of Father Jack's dirty underwear. And and Mrs. Doyle's like, you know, there's a chain on it. And it's they're all soiled. They're all full of poo. His underwear. And and, and and Mrs. Doyle's like, oh, I should get you out of there. And he's like, no, I want to stay in here all day. And then she sort of stops and nods and goes and winks at him and goes, okay, I understand. And walks away. And then he's stuck in the hamper till the end of the show. He's like, that's it's a very exaggerated example of sarcasm but it, you know Mrs. Doyle as a character is like I don't get And there's sarcasm. a communi- and and the the thing there in its fiction is is that it's it led to communication problems yes, right Yes exactly So the yeah they, got locked in the hamper full of poo underwear Here's a question for you guys can you do sarcasm in uh in written form or anything other than orally I think you can do it in the written form but I think it's actually Unless you're doing it as dialogue, and I was going to bring up Shakespeare. There's lots of uh, I know there's lots of sarcasm in Shakespeare stuff uh, with certain characters, um, which is pretty dated actually. Uh, and I'm sure Moliere too has a lot of sarcasm in his things. Um, that uh, in writing, if you're doing dialogue, because it's very much uh, an expressive kind of thing. I think if like some you know in today's internet language, you'll see comments and articles written, and there'll be sarcasm in it. And sometimes you get it, and sometimes you don't. I think it has to be employed carefully. Um, but it, it the problem with that kind of writing is that it's highly dependent on um, our common sarcastic understanding of the day. So it's not the kind of writing that a hundred years from now you might pick up as sarcasm necessarily. I don't know. That, I think you can employ it in writing, but I don't think it's any good unless you're doing dialogue. Because I think Mark Mark Twain and um, God, who wrote Gulliver's Travels? Jonathan Swift uh, and 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 as you said, uh, Bo, about how it's not necessarily timeless. Like somebody, I've seen letters like in the Globe and Mail or editorials in which somebody's writing about it, an issue of the day, and they're writing about it in such a way that. Like they're in favor of it, but but really, it's so ridiculous what they're writing. You realize that they're coming down on the yeah. other side. So it is it is seem seemingly much more complicated to put for for uh, you know sarcasm to exist in written yeah. form. I, I, yeah, and in the written form too, I think it's it's very closely tied to like irony as opposed to sarcasm. Like to me, sarcasm's like um like a lightning flash, like a boom 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 of of like language. And then you just can employ irony in writing and you can elaborate on it and take your time with it. Isn't there – there was some famous essay about how uh, – I think it's uh, someone in England writing about how to solve the food shortage problem was to start like ki- cooking and eating kids. <laughs> but it's – I think that, that this essay is like was highly ironic. It's a very famous one. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but it's there's some sort of essay that was you know prominently published um, – you know, sarcastically and very ironically, 
like being very serious about the idea, but definitely the author was not serious at all about killing kids. Just that, you know, there was a point employing such irony. So um, I think sarcasm's more like it's 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 the brevity is what's part of sarcasm. It's a quick, you know, pew pew and not. Well, I think it's it's highly thing. contextual too. So if you're, I think you can write it, but it would need to be uh, apparent. Uh, through through the context of of what's being written, that then that statement, because uh, I, I feel like for it to work, something has to be it has to be obvious, right? Like you can't if you use sarcasm and it's really unclear that something was say a bad idea or a dumb thing or whatever, that has to be apparent to all those present, so that then when you employ the tone of saying said thing is good or bad, that it's obvious you mean the opposite of, and therefore sarcasm is employed. It's just interesting, as you know, you were pointing this out, Crofton, but just how it also shows about that language is not just words we say, how there's so much more layered in there, that you can say the exact same words, but if you say like, huh, that's a really good idea or something like that. It sounds sincere. If you say, huh, that's a really good idea. And then it sounds like you, <laughs> it's a stupid idea. Like you're saying, you're saying the exact same words, but yet what you, the message you're conveying is the opposite. So, so, but it certainly is a confusing concept in that it's like employ same words, but meaning is reversed. <laughs> so, anyway, it could get better with body language and all that. Do you guys uh, are you guys comfortable with bringing in verdicts now on the subject? I think uh, I think I've said all I've had to say about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think verdicts would be a great idea. <laughs> well, you do though. I'm, I'm confused. Uh, oh yeah, sorry. I meant to be No, I I think verdicts are a great idea. I really respect both of your opinions. All right. Well, um, huh, that sounds sarcastic. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who, does anyone want to take first crack? Whatever. I'll. I'll Oh, go ahead, Hodgson, if you oh. want it. Of course, <laughs> Mike's going to go first. I was only feeling the silence, but yeah, I will. Uh, oh, man. No, actually, I wish I wasn't going first now. But um, okay, let's see. I'm going to say that sarcasm is bullshit. Sounded real confident about that, Mike. <laughs> well, see, it's funny. You tried to employ sarcasm, but I actually was really not confident about that verdict. Uh, because I feel that was a surprisingly hard one. Uh, part of me wanted to say it was bad because that it's confusing communication ploy, that it's kind of weak humor, and that it pokes fun at people. But I couldn't go so far to say that it's that it's bad. That because there are certain situations where it is quite hilarious if employed in the proper manner and uh, as a comedic device, it has its place, and that's a good thing. But I think all in all, it's just kind of like. A lame form of humor. I'm just going to throw it in the bullshit category. And that, that's where I stand on it. All right. Crofton, do you want to go or should I go before you? Actually, Bo, because it, I don't want to be completely redundant of Mike. And I'm still like I'm having a hard time. I find it's a difficult one. If you wouldn't mind going first, yeah, I'd appreciate sure. it. So uh, I think that sarcasm is good. And the reason I'm going to say sarcasm is good is because there's definitely some bad. Um, there's definitely like there's a range. I think there's, everyone knows what sarcasm is, and it's like everyone also can um, is allowed to do things that they should. Like everyone can drive, and we all say some people shouldn't drive because they're horrible. They give everyone a driver's license. Um, I say you know sarcasm falls in the same boat, and uh, certainly there's definitely some 
sarcasm in its finest form has given me lots of laughs. And um, I think when I think about like a world expunged of sarcasm, like don't talk that way, and it's the devil's kind of way of interacting with people or whatever, I think that's uh, pretty crappy overall. I think the world's a better place for sarcasm, but uh, you know, has to be used. Um, I don't want to say tastefully because that's horrible, but you know, just not overused, employed in moderation and employed effectively. And um, sarcasm is a very beautiful thing, I think. Uh, okay, and I think that's all I got to say about sarcasm. Uh, Crofton, do you have anything to say about sarcasm? Man, I do. And I like Mike, I found this one really hard. And for yeah, hard. Ex- exactly the same reasons that he said, uh, because yeah, it, it, it's insulting. I don't necessarily like to insult people. It's interesting in that it's it's such a complex th- thing. Like outside of the actual words you're saying, the tone that you know, and 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 the way um, words are communicated are always interesting to me. Yeah. But Bo, actually, uh, I think you put me over the top here. And uh, I first off, I have to tip my hat at you continuing your good streak, which I think is a, a record high now. Yeah, it's uh, pretty and, bad. And uh, no, that's that's good. It's good to li- it's good to like things. It's good to like things. I I I had a good streak there going for a while. Now I think I'm on I'm on a pretty high bullshit streak, which is where I was going to fall on this uh, until until Bo said, uh, you know, I think the world is a better place with sarcasm in it. And I and I just thought about it for a second, and I thought about like you know, is that true? If I removed all sarcasm from the world, would I prefer to live in this world? Would this be a greater world? Yeah, and I think it's in the same universe as the world with no base in it. Okay, well now now you're really pushing me to bad, but uh, but well no, you you don't like base, so I mean it's got no base. Remember you the genie came and said, uh, hey, what's your wish? And you know, no no base. That would be good though. Yeah, and so, but this let's say this world also has no sarcasm in it. Is it no, better I don't, or I don't, worse? I don't want it to be a no. I don't want to have to 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 get rid of base. I don't want to have to lose sarcasm. Bo, you're distracting him. This has nothing <laughs> to do with base. Yeah, stay on your sarcasm. Screw my verdict anyway. Um, yeah, so I I also I almost want to take away credit from Bo for the, for, <laughs> for, for such loop during my own verdict. Uh, but but it was the fact that he did say. Um, that uh, a world without a world without sarcasm and I think about it and you know I've made sarcastic remarks I've enjoyed them uh and uh and I feel like overall it's it's a good thing so I'm going to have but I was reticent and I got to say it was not a, a, a home run by any means yeah geez, great timing there on my sound effect sorry Crofton <laughs> he, I think he made his point. You know what's funny? Like now we're not doing puns. I don't know if that'll ever come up. But when you guys kept saying, "Would the world be a better place with our sarcasm?" and I stand by my bullshit uh, thing because I'm like, "Nah, yeah, whatever." It's uh, I enjoy sarcasm. So, but for, if you took puns out of the world, I'm like, would I miss the world without puns? I don't think I would. I think I'd be pretty indifferent if there were no puns. I'd be like, whatever. But Mike, <laughs> how would the Ottawa Sun publish a newspaper? How would any <laughs> How would any news organization make a headline? <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I like, know. they would. But you know what the answer to that is? How they should make it. What about about, um, that race where uh, dicks came just behind gay or something like that? You remember that? (laughs) There's uh, two marathon runners, one some, you know, last name dicks, and the other one's last name was gay. And it was kind of funny because it was a headline that you passed around. You don't remember that? 
I, I think I remember. Yeah. Or dicks comes ahead of gay or something like that. It was some horrible headline. <laughs> no, I... I it, but that's not I, even a pun. That's not a pun. Yeah, really. it's a pun on their name. Well, you interpreted it as such. Maybe it, it was, wasn't a Yeah, it was, fact, it was factual. One thing, Mike, I think that if puns no longer existed, <laughs> headlines would start becoming sarcastic, and then we would be in like some sort of Armageddon <laughs> world where we that wouldn't would, know what to believe. That would be really funny. It's like, Mayor's new plan, really good idea. And you <laughs> Um, what do they mean? Is it a good idea? I don't even know anymore. Rob, Rob Ford, best mayor ever. <laughs> that one actually would work. Rob Ford is an angel. Uh, uh, yeah, well. At this point, though, honestly, with <laughs> with the state of Rob Ford, all they need, if they did write that headline, I think most people wouldn't see it as sarcastic. Yeah, Rob Ford uh, teaches the kids how to be excellent members of the community. By smoking crack cocaine. For all of you uh, listeners from outside of Canada, uh, if there are any, Rob Ford is the mayor of Toronto. And he has a penchant, if you will, for the crack cocaine rock. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> He's gangster. All right. You guys uh, ready to check the mailbox now that we've got a verdicts in? Yeah, yeah. Uh, do we got some mail? Did you guys have mail last week? Uh, yeah, we got one from uh, Richard, actually. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I'll have to listen to hear what it was. <laughs> All right. So here, I'm just going to go check the mailbox uh, real quick. Oh, the birds. All right. So we've got an email from Jackie. Uh, I think she's someone that you know, Mike. Yeah, I know Jackie. Jackie's my sister-in-law. Yeah. So, um, hi, Jackie. Uh, she writes to us to say, hello, I listened to your podcast on taxation and felt compelled to write in for the first time. Mm. I really appreciated a, a lot of the thoughtful points made by the podcast hosts. In particular, I liked Mike's comment that taxes are like a membership fee to participate in society. I totally agree. Despite the fact that I've lived in Alberta for the last year and have selfishly been enjoying the 0% provincial retail sa- sales tax rate. Oh, Alberta. 0%. Are, yeah, that's. Yeah, I know. It does, sound, it does sound appealing. Yeah. I can see that. Does, did she go on? Uh, yeah. One element of income taxation that I could rant about for hours is how we calculate tax and why it's unnecessarily complex. The reality is that we have such a complicated system of credits that it requires a master's of tax, uh, that's a real graduate degree, and the ability to read a 1,500-page tome called the Income Tax Act, written in English but barely readable by most literate adults. Who really benefits from the system other than H&R Block? <laughs> I, I, I use H&R Block. I want us to go back to the original Income Tax Act issued in the 30s, which was all of 20 pages long. Realistic? Wow. Probably not. Rant over. Um, she goes on to say, if, ask if we're taking suggestions. She wants to say uh, she'd like to throw in the concept of the 1%. Uh, pub- oh, yeah. Yeah, um, that's a good one. Public libraries. <laughs> no, that is a good one, actually. And salt. Salt, like on food. Yeah, huh. salt. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, the random topic generator just gives us usually a word or two. So yeah, yeah. Well, we can feed those into the like the hopper and see yeah. if they, when they pop out. Those are good suggestions. They are good suggestions. And they are good. I believe actually that the, the Jackie has some kind of background and she either has worked as an accountant or has a degree in accounting, so she knows about uh, to a certain degree about the, the tax code. So I'm like, I had no clue. Fifteen hundred page document. I, I, I will say that Jackie's points um, really make me think of our podcast on lawyers and how we were yeah. talking about, you know, decoding and how they're they're masters of their 
domain uh, in in a sense that we we rely on them to decode this, and they've created this sort of cabal of information. Now, I'm not I'm not saying accountants or or tax. Uh, who goes into tax studies? Like, what type of person is like graduates high school and is like, you know what, I want to study in. I want to study the tax code. You know, like that's uh, well because it's a mystery to so many to so many. People. Yeah, right? yeah, I guess. and some people just really like working with numbers. I mean, there's that too. You know, why would you? You know, why would you go get a bachelor degree in mathematics? My God, I have a great respect for math, but I just couldn't do it. I do agree with what Jackie Jackie's saying, though, and uh, and I thank yeah. her for writing in. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree that too. was a, that. No, that's a good letter. We definitely definitely appreciate it, and we'll put those topics in the random topic generator and yeah. see if they. She closes out with a final thought, by the way. She just wants to say that she loves the program and for us to keep up the great work. Which, oh, uh, man. Yay. Yeah, so thank you, Jackie. We definitely appreciated uh, uh, you know, getting the positive feedback and all the thoughts that you had to say. I agree as well, for the record. Um, taxations should be simple. Uh, it's, it's total bullshit that uh, it's complicated for no reason. Well, it's it's uh, told, sort of related to this. Just before we did this podcast, I was watching. Do you guys have Netflix? I think yeah, you do. Yeah, yes. we subscribe. I watched this show, this documentary Netflix called Park Avenue, and it's about the richest uh, people in the United States who live on Park Avenue. It has interest all this interesting things, and it's more U.S. focused, but about uh, taxation and how it's been decreasing for the rich, and it's infuriating how these people with all these money just don't want to contribute. Uh, to 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 the to the country, and there's some really interesting uh, talk about tax and the role of tax and his specific duty. And anyways, it was it was a good documentary. I would recommend it. Park. It's Ave- called Park Avenue. Okay. Park Avenue. Yeah, it was well that, done. I thought that documentary sounds really fascinating, Mike. <laughs> oh, sarcasm. Oh, oh. something to me. <laughs> All right. I was being sincere. Uh, okay, All so right. um, let's wrap this up, fellas. Uh, you can uh, you can visit access all our old podcasts at gbbpodcast.com. Uh, but what's our email address again? Our email address is goodbadbs at gmail.com. So send your yeah. email there or record a little voice message. I've got the new iPhone and there's a little app in here where you can record a voice memo. You can email that to us and we'll play your call on the air. Sweet. Or if you have some other means of recording, do that too. That all sounds pretty awesome. And Bo, uh, since you got your newfangled phone, how can people reach you? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at uh, Bo Schwartz. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. That's his name. Uh, Mike, since you have your old-ass phone, how can people reach you? Uh, they uh, can reach me by telegraph machine. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded really honest. Um, oh, yeah. No, how about they can reach me on Twitter? That, that didn't even sound sarcastic. That sounded like <laughs> you're a, you're handicapped or something. Uh, you can they just can tell re- them they can reach your balls. The, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Bo, for bringing it down a notch. Um, <laughs> well, crassness and sarcasm go together like uh, no, two whores in a whatever. I'm not going to finish that joke. <laughs> They get, they can reach me. You guys can reach me at Croft and Steers, also on the Twitter. Uh, and uh, that about wraps it up for today. Uh, we invite you to to send us your comments, your emails, everything Bo mentioned earlier. And it was a pleasure talking to you guys. That wasn't even sarcastic. Yeah, it was real fun. <laughs> I had fun too. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right, guys. 
I guess we'll end the show now. Yeah, great job on hosting the show, Croft, and real You're hero. Great job. Yeah. Thanks so much, Bo. Real heroic effort just there. Appreciate what you think. You're so good at podcasting. I'm going to bed. Sarcastic, <laughs> 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 I don't even know. <laughs> it sounds like he's going to bed. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It sounds like he is going to bed. <laughs> Everybody! <laughs> Why is he laughing so much? I don't know. Probably because that wasn't sarcastic. It wasn't sarcastic at all. Mike says it sarcastically, but he's actually playing up there. No, but I'm not going to bed. Oh, no, it was just, my it was, Yeah, it just made me laugh. It just. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Timing's everything in comedy, right? It was just. I don't know. Yeah, it, was, it, was, <laughs> it hit me right in the heart. <laughs> Father Jessup, what are you doing in Father Hackett's underpants hamper? He locked me in here. Dear God. The smell. Are you not terribly uncomfortable in there? Of course I'm uncomfortable. I want to get out. <laughs> Fair enough, so. Where are you going? <laughs>